Welcome to day five of setting the stage for change. Just waiting a few seconds to get a confirmation that everything's working all right. Maybe the audio might be different today. If there's anyone online that can confirm the audio. The audio good? Just gonna wait a couple of minutes. If someone can confirm the audio, everyone can hear me. Someone can hear me. Am I being heard? Testing, testing, one, two, three. All right, thank you. Yes, the my normal audio today might be different because I don't have a my microphone attached. <laughs> Since I started doing these uh, live events, I never prepare for anything in particular, just what sort of resonates in the moment. And uh, we were just out with a friend and uh, it just occurred to me on um, remembering um, certain aspects of how I used to feel in the past. And we were discussing emotions, you know, emotions are Can, very, can be very heavy and very painful to feel. And I feel like I'm not honoring enough your struggles and your pain. And I just wanted to take a moment today and discuss emotions from a different perspective. Everyone's pain, emotional pain is present and there's a memory there and it's an automatic response. And when we continue to be that person we believe to be, the emotion gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And hence there's stronger beliefs and thoughts that we put into place, maybe not consciously, but as a protective method to avoid feeling that pain. And I know it can be very, very difficult. I went through years of struggle of dealing with, at the time I, I wasn't aware of it completely, of a sense of complete unworthiness. And you can get to such a point that the sense of unworthiness can actually bring you to your knees and tears where, why do I even exist? I feel 
utterly worthless and you know my existence isn't even that important but it wasn't verbalized like that it was just a feeling that a, the body would feel and then there would be this rejection i do not want to feel that way but it is a strong belief about it because of your personal history and everyone has a personal history and everyone's personal history creates their personal reality and their personal reality has then defined their personality and then we've just acknowledge that this is who I am and the reason why meditation and breathing helped me so much is that I wasn't aware of it at the time but now it is allowing you to rise above who you believe to be so you get out of this personality you rise above it and then you start to sense, I do have the opportunity to look at that belief. I do have the opportunity to embrace it as painful as it might be. I now see that I cannot keep going into knee-jerk response and it comes up rejecting it. It comes up rejecting it. And at some point, it just becomes evident that I've been tolerating this feeling, 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 and I can feel I could keep doing this over and over again, but then the question arises, do I want to carry on like this? Like if I start now, I could then enjoy the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years of my life, or if I don't, I could continue like this for the rest of my life. So it is in this present moment where the awareness comes that can I just surrender and I know the feelings of despair of disempowerment of shame of unworthiness of guilt they are not easy and I understand them I want to acknowledge it and I really want to It's not easy. Yes, I agree. I completely agree. But while you're meditating, allow yourself to rise above this personality you believe to be. And from that point, bring yourself to look at emotion for what it really is. Look at a thought for what it really is. When you're ready, no one is going to rush you through this. Just acknowledge what aspects of your life are in place that make you go through this, jumping through the same hoops and the same loops and the same routine and the same habitual pattern. And you can see that the same habitual pattern will be there over and over again. And your same habitual patterns will not allow you to experience anything new because the sense of uncertainty is a threat. You don't know what's down the road that could possibly make you feel those feelings that you've been trying to avoid all this time. So that's why thoughts and habits and action that you're already accustomed to, familiar with, 
your focus will be on repeating those. And you'll say, it feels very, very right because it feels familiar. This feels better. So every time you're trying to change something from the place of where you are, who you believe to be, with the baggage of all those emotions, then you'll keep doing the most familiar thing, which is keeping a wrap around those emotions. The moment you allow yourself to feel that shame, that unworthiness, that anger, and I'm saying the word, I'm saying the name of the emotion that we've given to it, shame, unworthiness, despair, disempowerment, guilt, anger, rage, hurt. I'm saying the words to point. You need to identify what it is that you just feel like this is way too much, way too much for me to handle. In fact, it's not your place to handle it. It's your place to embody it, to love it unconditionally, to accept it, to surrender to it, to allow the body to feel it. And it's not easy. It's not easy. That's why there's a commitment where you just decide, I'm willing to face it. I'm willing to look at it. It's a stopping and consciously loving what is. But the thoughts that say, how can you love this again? That's why meditation is so important. Don't tackle it with a mind. You're not going to solve this thinking about those thoughts. Thinking about those thoughts is just going to amplify the original thought. So to honor the emotions that are currently keeping you trapped into the same familiar habitual pattern, which you call my life, they must be looked at when you're ready. When you're tired of the struggle, and I was very, very, I was exhausted utterly exhausted and every single part of my past and I won't go into all the details today I might one day I might one day but all those details of the past just brought me to the conclusion of I'm unworthy and being rooted in that vibrational frequency of unworthiness when I looked at my future and my options for that future based with a foundation of unworthiness, it felt like an effort. Everything was a struggle. Everything was a struggle. And my actions were inspired by supporting the root fundamental core belief that I am unworthy. So the inspired action came from this cradle from this pot of vibrational frequency, from this emotion. And then you sort of realize that all my actions and everything that I was doing was trying to fill this pot 
I feel unworthy, make me feel worthy. I feel unworthy, please help me feel worthy. Filling the pot, filling the pot. And every time it did feel full for a while, do it all over again. I've got to do it all over again. I've got to do it all over again. And if you just realize this pattern where you're bringing to the table of life this lack, this limit, limitation, this missing something, you're now, your thoughts and your actions and your interactions with the rest of the world, which you believe you're separate from, is trying to fulfill this thing that is missing. So this is where we become addicted to this emotion. This is why people call it an addiction. And physically speaking, it is an addiction because apparently every time you think a thought, there's a chemical that the brain releases into the body so the body can feel the equivalent feeling of that thought. So one, when one gets addicted to feeling unworthy, there's a chemical in the brain that just pops it into the rest of the body so it can feel the unworthiness. And without knowing, you become addicted to an emotion. And this is now familiar to you. And when the body's not feeling unworthy, it starts asking the brain to think thoughts of unworthiness because it needs its, its click, it needs its fix. So when you're not thinking thoughts of unworthiness, the body is like in withdrawal symptom. So there's a whole dynamics of what is happening when one is addicted to, you can say a chemical imbalance at some point, yes, chemically speaking, but it still comes from holding on to this is who I am. And what meditation and breathing helps you do is rise above this personality you believe to be, where you become nobody in no place and in no time. And for those that do meditate, understand what I'm talking about. And those that do not meditate, I invite you to begin this practice. Begin maybe with 10 minutes a day. Begin maybe with, you know, five to 10 minutes. And then the more you commit to raising out of your personality, your current situation, your familiar environment, chemical environment, emotional environment. Then from there, now from there, there's a completely different perspective where you actually pinpoint when you, you become aware of the emotion when you're feeling it. It's a feeling of unworthiness. That is a feeling of unworthiness. Feeling of unworthiness. You don't sort of say, I'm feeling unworthy. There is a feeling of unworthiness. You're perceiving it, you're feeling it, you're seeing it. You're becoming aware of it. Aware. So, yes, it's not easy. But reach out. Ask for help. If you can get help, and you can find like-minded people that are interested in their self-growth into wanting to heal and wanting to feel better and wanting to change their experience and shift that familiarity from feeling, feeling a negative emotion familiar to actually allowing yourself to feel 
one of the emotions a bit higher. And yes, if you're down at despair, if you're down in guilt, and if you're down in unworthiness, if you're down here in, in shame or disappointment, it's about climbing that emotional scale, but not from the perspective of the unworthy personality. You can't get there from there. You can't get to a different perspective if you're going to bring the whole personal history with you. Well, then how do you move? By accepting to feel the emotion of unworthiness, to accept to feel that pain. And yes, I agree, it is not easy. But that pain is trapped, it's there, and it doesn't want to be seen. That's why so many people try and distract themselves from actually doing that. And you've got a whole protective mechanism in place in order to avoid feeling it. So when anyone comes up and shows up and shows you your belief, you automatically are upset with that person, cancel them out of their life and out of your life. And so now an opportunity came to look at it, but it felt so bad, you disregarded. Pluck the pain down. And off we go until the next time. And then we get triggered again. And then we get triggered again. And then we get triggered again. And then after years and years and years, I became the bad person because I got upset with so many people that were showing me how unworthy I felt of myself. I made a lot of enemies, which is beyond the point of my core belief, I must be a good person. Your emotions play a very, very big part, and they keep you trapped into the same habitual pattern. Little did I know that the moment I accepted them and allowed my body to feel it fully and feel that pain, did I allow myself to then become someone else in the sense I could start to feel differently about myself, raised to another frequency. And now when I look back at my personal history, I have a completely different recollection, a more loving approach, more compassionate to those that hurt me. I don't hang out with them, no, that's for sure. But it's not that I don't hang out with them because I don't want to get hurt anymore. It's just that they have served the purpose for my realization today. So there's a gratitude for them. There's a gratitude for my illness. There's a gratitude for certain circumstances and events that happened so that I could wake up to seeing that. That I am not a limiting belief. I am not my emotions. I am not my mind. I am not my body. I am that which is, I become aware of them. I am the awareness. And you can go deeper into that. But just for the sake of these 21 days of setting the stage for change, of inserting, inserting into your habitual, daily, familiar life, 
just the three aspects of becoming aware of the mind-body connection, just realizing thoughts, the connection with your body and emotions, and how you manage them, and inserting 10-15 minutes at a time meditation where you actually raise out of your personality, out of that familiar state of being. Introduce meditation. Introduce breathing techniques where you're actually breathing with your diaphragm because breathing with your diaphragm helps the body release trapped emotions. So it is actually helping you, parallel helping you, just side by side. So between your increased awareness, your the meditations and breathing, those three elements are supporting you towards a change of an experience. I know it hurts. And I'm so, so appreciative of being surrounded by so many people that are wanting to really grow and have a more joyful, abundant, loving life ahead of them. And it doesn't matter how old you are, if you're in your 20s or in your 60s, it doesn't really matter the age. Just that there's that intention that I'm no longer going to tolerate this self-made prison where I'm trying to avoid certain things. So then I will only be familiar with, with this, this future, which is a lot like my past. You want new experiences. You are wanting new experiences like you've never wanted them before. You just want to have experiences. You want to experience yourself. And that's why we're always striving for change. But then when we are there and we, we make a resolution that we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we never end up doing it because we're addicted to that familiar feeling. Or the familiar feeling of avoiding to feel that feeling. So I wanted to honor everyone's pain today. And I'd like you to also take a moment and see what that, what present is inside that pain. And what would happen if you actually allowed yourself to feel it. I love you all so very much. Be good to yourselves.